0: All right. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. Woohoo! We made it to another week. Welcome to this is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you this is your first time here, you're watching the replay for the first time. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like registering with the state, getting contracts, brand protection, hiring employees, getting an EIN number, getting a DUNS number, um, I help you do all of those things. Um, Why am I qualified to help you do those things? I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, um, education, the law, hospice, trader support, and most importantly, I'm most important. I'm very passionate about business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Hi, Cynthia, 39. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there's just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. If you would like to see how we can work together, um, you can go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. There you can sign a consultation if you are a first-time client. You can download my free business launch cheat sheet that will help you launch your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, You can also do my YouTube and my podcast where you can watch all the back episodes of this show and you can also book your one-on-one business formation strategy session. So there's a lot over at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. So go check that out. Now onto the show. If you're new, here's how the show works. I pull stories that, you know, I find in the news, celebrity stories, just interesting stories out there in the world. And I pull ones that I feel like have lessons for us as, um, aspiring or current, um, business owners, um, and we talk about them. We have a discussion. So I'm going to need your participation. I'm going to need y'all to type things into the boxes when I ask questions. Um, so, And I'm going to check in and make sure that you're paying attention, all right? Um, now, before we get started, I've got two uh, uh, things that I need to address. Mm. Excuse me. One, hi, mom. I'm drinking my water. My mom told me to remember to drink water before the show, so I'm drinking my water. And two, I want to say a very happy birthday to my sister Joanne. Today is her birthday. She is off, um, she is a well-traveled, uh, woman, and she's out in St. Martin right now in Paradise, celebrating another birthday, and I just want to say happy birthday, and I love you, Jo. Um, yes. So, now that I've gotten that stuff out of the way, let's get to the show. If y'all are ready, let me see some reddies in the comments, alright? Let me see some reddies, let me see some reddies. I'm going to wait for at least two readies. I'm not going to ask everybody to say it, but I want to see at least two readies in the comments between Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're an Aquarius too, Busy Peach. Hey. All right. Busy Peach is ready. Thank you, Busy Peach. Anybody else ready? I was going to wait for one more, but Busy Peach, it might just be me and you, and that's okay. All right. (laughs) All right. So, uh, hey, first story that we are, thank you, Sincere39 for the ready. First story we are talking about tonight, has anybody heard of Molson Coors, the alcoholic beverage company, Molson Coors, they make Coors Light, all that stuff. If you have heard of them, give me an M in the comments, Sincere is always ready, he be on it, um... but, yes, if you have heard of Coors, yes, Busy Peach has heard of Molson Coors. All right. Thank you, Kenya. Oh, I guess there's a delay on Facebook. I'm sorry, Facebook. I didn't mean to play y'all like that. I forget that there is a delay on Facebook, so you're Facebook So, if you know Molson Coors, they make alcoholic beverages, right? Um, and apparently, they're supposed to be coming out with a new type of beverage, a hard seltzer, Um, called Vizzy, V I Z Z Y, Vizzy. Okay, now you know beverage companies—they're always expanding. They're always looking for new avenues. So you know, okay, Molson Coors—they're out here trying to get into the hard seltzer game, out of Colorado. Okay, I didn't know that, but okay, Molson Coors is out out of Colorado. Here's the problem: there is a company called Future Proof Brands LLC. And in 2019, they started selling their own hard seltzer that was called Brizzy, B-R-I-Z-Z-Y. So remember, the one that Molson Coors wants to come out with is called Vizzy, V-I-Z-Z-Y. And this company, Future Proof Brands, has been selling Brizzy since 2019. It is also a hard seltzer. They have four flavors. Um, They have um, more than 1,000. You going to IG? okay. They have more than one thousand retail locations between Texas, Kansas, Virginia, California, and North Carolina. Um, high Queen Ant- Antoinette, um, yes, and they and over the last year they've sold high phenomenal chefs. They've they've sold more than ten thousand cases, um, and they are projected to have more than two point five million dollars worth of sales hi everybody everybody's coming in now um, in 2020 so this small company that just started a few years ago they're projected to make more than two and a half million dollars in 2020 they've had this drink this hard seltzer Brizzy, on the market for at least a year okay um, now they also make something called uh... they have a line of alcoholic party punches called beatbox and it was um... It was debuted on Shark Tank. I think they actually got some money from Shark Tank. Um, and they were listed in Inc. Magazine as the 5, 000, as one of the 5,000 fastest growing companies in the nation. So while this company may be small, they're coming up very quickly. Now, one of the things that future-proof brands did that was very smart was that they trademarked the name of this Drink Brizzy, B-R-I-Z-Z-Y. So now, because Molson Coors is coming out with their own line of hard seltzers and they're trying to name it Vizzy, guess what Future Proof Brands is doing or has done to Molson Coors? What do you think Future Proof Brands has done? They've got their trademark for Brizzy. They've been selling for a year. They're projected to make two and a half million dollars. And here comes Molson Coors talking about, oh, we got another hard seltzer called Vizzy. What do you think future proof brands did, guys? We've been doing this show for a while, so I sh- so y'all should know what happened next. What do you think happened next? Yes, lawsuits. The 39 was on it. Lawsuit. Future proof brands has filed a trademark infringement suit against Molson Coors. They're saying that Molson Coors. They are they're they're going to cause confusion in the marketplace with their Vizzy hard seltzer versus the Brizzy hard seltzer that is already sold in stores. Now Molson Coors they have products all over the country. I don't know a liquor store in America that doesn't sell some types of Coors product. Future proof brands doesn't necessarily have that wide of distri- that wide of a distribution. And as a matter of fact, they're only distributed in about five states now. So. Does Brizzy have a credible argument against Molson Coors that this could cause confusion in the marketplace and possibly cause future proof brands to lose money? Because if you were in the liquor store and you're looking for a hard seltzer and you see Brizzy versus Vizzy, are you going to think that they might be related? Do you think that they might be related? What do you guys think? Let me know. <coughs> Let me know yes okay sincere 39 said yes i think so too if i was in, i if i was in the market for phenomenal chef said yes all right so we've got at least two yeses plus my yes if i was out getting some drinks for a party and i wanted hard seltzer and i go to the store and i see brizzy and Vizzy and they're both hard seltzer i might think okay well these are the same thing let me just get the one that's cheaper. <laughs> So there is a possibility for brand confusion in the marketplace. So when you are thinking of names for your products, you need to make sure that within your industry, there is nothing that has a similar name that is already protected, okay? You need to be careful of the names that you <laughs> use. Drew Vernet said, Kors needs to sit down. Look, it is a, look, it is dog eat dog in these uh business streets. People do not care, all right? Um, but yes, so Brizzy has filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against uh I mean against Vizy or Molson Coors. Um so hopefully I hope that they win because this company, you know, they're new and to have this much traction within a few years, that's really remarkable. You're in five states, you're projected to make more than two and a half million dollars in the next year, and then here comes Coors trying to steal your thunder, run me my money, course. <laughs> Alright, so, do we have any questions about Brizzy versus Vizzy? The next time you guys go to, you know, go to a liquor store, I'm, even if you're not necessarily looking for hard seltzer, go in the hard seltzer section. Go see if you see a Busy or a Brizzy. Now, you will only find Brizzy in Texas, Kansas, Virginia, California, and North Carolina, and I avoid Virginia like the plague, so I won't see it. Um <laughs> But if we have any people who are watching in Texas, Kansas, Virginia, California, or North Carolina, when you go to your local liquor store, go to the hard seltzer section. Go see if you see the Brizzy brand a hard seltzer and also see if you um if Molson Coors has tried to continue with its plan to roll out Visi, okay? And if you see it, take a picture, post it, and tag me in it. That's your home state. Which one's your home state, Busy Peach? Virginia? North Carolina? Oh, no, okay, Busy Peach, here's my issue with Virginia, I don't like the way it's designed, at least Northern Virginia, I find the landscape of Northern Virginia to be very unfriendly, so I don't go there very often, (laughs) okay, all right, So let's move on to our next story. Um, do I have any FIU alums here or anybody who knows about the school FIU, Florida International University? If you have heard of Florida International University, give me an F in the comments. Okay, you forgive me now, Busy Peach. Thank you. (laughs) If you have heard of Florida International University, give me an F in the comments. I actually had a client who graduated from there. Um it's okay, it's a small, it's a small, I mean, it's not small, small, but, um, it is a university in Florida, it's not necessarily as big as University of Miami, but it is a pretty reputable school, so if you've heard of FIU, or Florida International University, give me an F in the comments, um, I'm gonna give Facebook some time, because I know that Facebook takes a little bit of time to, to, uh, there's a, uh, there's a big delay on Facebook, I wish there wasn't, but, um, okay, So nobody seems to know what FIU is and that's okay, but there is also another school called FNU. This is Florida National University. Um, And if you haven't heard of FIU, you probably haven't heard of FNU. But uh, I actually talked about this case a few months ago, very briefly. So, FIU, Florida International University, they have been in litigation with FNU, Florida National University, for over seven years. Um, and they, the reason why they were in litigation is because they were filing, um, basically trademark inf- a, a trademark infringement suit because. Florida National University used to be called Florida National College, right? But they became accredited to offer advanced degrees. So they were able to offer master's and, you know, I don't know, whatever other advanced degrees, maybe you have PhDs, things like that. This college got the credentials to start offering higher ed degrees. So they were able to change their name from Florida National College to Florida National University. So FIU, when FNU, when Florida National College changed their name to Florida National University, Florida International University sued Florida National University for use of the word university. Not like, I'm not kidding you. FIU sued FNU for putting, for changing their name to university. Um... The, uh, so FNU, they didn't take this lying down. They might be a smaller school, but they're like, we got pride. They went and they did their, their research and they said there are 12 other schools in the state of Florida that use both the word Florida and the, uni- and the word university in their name. So what is the problem? And the court agreed with them. So FIU lost this case. They lost this case. Um, and usually, in trademark infringement cases, you don't get attorneys' fees, but this was different. This case lasted several years um and I guess the court took pity on f n u and f i u now has to pay f n u one point one three five million dollars um can they do what since they're thirty nine but yes, because f i u wasted the court 's time and dragged FNU through this seven-year litigation, the court awarded... FNU 1.135 million dollars. Now we talk a lot about being people being trademark bullies out here in the world. And this is uh this to me is prime example of a trademark bully getting their just desserts. How are you gonna try and sue a school because they upgraded and they're like, well, we need to change the name to match our upgrade for a word that is so common, especially in the educational industry, as university. You're literally like, that's like trying to trademark the word comb when you are a hairstylist. So, FIU lost this case. Do any of you guys think that the court got it wrong? Do you think that FIU should have won and not had to pay this? Do you think that FNU was wrong for changing their name? That they should have just kept the name as college even though they're you know, they offering higher ed degrees? What do you guys think? What y'all think? Um, since they're not sue because they changed their name to university, it's a school. Well, the, the, so FIU, according to their argument, they were afraid that, um, people would, uh, confuse Florida International University and Florida National University. Now... I don't necessarily think that that is a credible, uh, argument. Busy Peach said the court got it right. Sincere 39 said not at all. Okay. Um, I, like, again, state schools abound everywhere. Like, and Florida is a big state. So how are you coming after this smaller school? Yes, their name used, they used to have college in their name, but they upgraded. Whenever you upgrade, you have to change to match your upgrade. So how are you going to come after FNU for, uh, for changing their name to reflect the upgrade? So I, I have, I also think that the court got it right. Run FNU their money, FIU, all 1.135 million dollars of it for attorney's fees. Yes. All right. Now, uh, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys, if you missed um, our four week series on logos with Seedbox Digital, guys, you missed out Martine Mango of Seedbox Digital. She went over the seven different types of logos, um, color psychology and choosing your logo colors, choosing the right font, which type of logo goes best with which type of business how what you need to come to a designer with what you should expect from a logo designer she broke it down that entire series plus the um the pdf guide to the seven types of logos and my trademark toolkit that entire bundle is on sale right now for 79 dollars you can get that at the link in my bio link to forward slash npl consulting firm as well if you would like to advertise your business on my show because i get pretty good views on facebook um I I do sell advertisement spots. You can go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. I have different levels. You can buy one spot during the show, you can sponsor an entire episode, or you can get a spot on my podcast. So let me know if y'all are interested in that, okay? Go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Now we're moving on to the next story. How many of y'all watch the A team growing up and you're going to show your age and that is okay cuz we are aging like fine wine. If you watch the A team, the original A team, not that whack remake that they made in the movies a few years ago that I'm still angry at, the original A team, <laughs> give me an A in the comments. Okay? If you watch the original A team series, give me an A in the comments. Um and if you didn't, the A-Team was, like, a show in the 80s, and it had, like, it was, like, four guys, and they were, like, all ex-military, and they had been, thank you, Busy Peach, and they had been, like, disavowed by the government. Thank you, Sincere39. Um, you know, and they were out here rescuing people, but, you know, not getting re- recognition. Hi, Forever Key. And one of the one of the primary uh, characters... Or cast members on this show was Mr. T. If you know who Mr. T is, give me a T in the comments. Give me a T in the comments if you know who Mr. T is. And then when you put your T in, tell me what Mr. T's famous phrase actually no, I'm not gonna wait for y'all to do it because I want to do it. Mr. T's famous phrase was I pity the fool. (laughs) Like he will always say that when when something you know was about to go up. Um, but mr t he he was out here he he had a good run he's had endorsement deals he's done acting of all kinds um, Mr. T has been riding the Mr. T train for a long long time. thank you sincere thirty nine yes busy peach the mohawk originator he had that mohawk um, here's the thing Mr. T has been licensing his name for over forty years. So he is not new to the game of letting people use his name. Um, But apparently uh, another company was a little bit new to the game and decided to use uh, a variation of Mr. T's name to promote a product. Um, If you know what the website Leafly is, L-E-A-F-L-Y, give me an L in the comments. For those who do not know what Leafly is, Leafly is an informational site that gives you the background information on different strains of cannabis and where you can purchase it, right? Um, It's well known within the cannabis industry. Um, And uh, Leafly was giving, was, you know, promoting, yes, Sincere 39, the weed app. Leafly was promoting this hybrid strain that was called Mr. Tusk. So not Mr. T, but Mr. Tusk. The problem was When they were um, putting up, you know, the photos for the strain, they shortened Mr. Tusk to Mr. T. Now, this reminded me a while ago, there was a strain that was being called Gorilla Glue. Um, And the company that actually makes Gorilla Glue, that is a trademark term, they went after the people. And those people had to change the name of that strain to GG4. So that is why people um, who are, if you're involved in the cannabis industry and you hear GG4, that used to be called Gorilla Glue, but it's called GG4 because there was a trademark infringement suit, okay? So Mr. T says, "Uh, Leafly, you're calling this strain, Mr. T. I have not given you permission to use my name. What are you doing? Um, Now, here's another thing. Mr. T doesn't have an official trademark on Mr. T, but Mr. T has been Mr. T for over 40 years. He has built up that, that, that credibility. People still call it Gorilla Glue, but if you are looking it up on any website, on any type of marketing materials, it is going to be referred to as GG4, okay? But yes, so Mr. T, he doesn't have an official trademark to Mr. T, but everybody knows who Mr. T is. For the last 40 years, he has been Mr. T. I remember that Key and Peele did a parody, um, like, you know, um, uh, PSA type of commercial, you know, and, and they were kind of making fun of Mr. T. No, he does not have a trademark on it. Hi, sonoro 066. <clears throat> but, um, Good news, Mr. T and Leafly actually um, are entering into settlement talks. So they have both petitioned the court to throw out this trademark infringement lawsuit, and they are coming to a settlement. So my question to you guys is do you think what do you think is going to happen? One do you think that Mr. T is going to be an official, uh, an official, uh, what do you call it? spokesperson for Leafly? Two, do you think Leafly's just going to cut him a check so he leaves them alone? Or three, um, yeah, those are the two options that I think will happen. So the two things that I think will happen is either that he's going to become a spokesperson for Leafly or they're just going to cut him a check. What do you guys think might happen between the two of those? Now, those might not be the only things that could happen, but they're in settlement talks right now. So it kind of limits the scope of what might happen. What do you think? Do you think he's going to become a spokesperson or do you think they're just going to cut him a check so that he leaves them alone? Sincere 39 said probably cut a check. Sonora said probably cut a check. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to have to wait and see. If y'all see, um, if you go on the Leafly website and you see Mr. T pop up, then you know what happened. (laughs) Okay. Um, hi, beautiful me. Uh, okay. Next story that we are talking about. Um, so we all know, unfortunately, it was the untimely passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna, right? Um, ooh, okay, so that's going to be our last story, and his daughter Gianna, and after all that happened, um, every, I saw everybody posting, you know, uh, on their Instagram and their Facebook pictures with their dad and hashtagging girl dad for, you know, fathers who only had daughters, and it was so sweet and so wonderful, um, but did you know that the, the phrase girl dad is already trademarked? Um, the, the phrase girl dad was actually trademarked three years ago in 2017 by this mom. Um, she said that people were always, you know, uh, given people were, were always kind of like asking her family, Oh, you guys don't want any more kids. You need a son. And it was just kind of like, no, you know, we love our daughters. My, uh, you know, my husband loves our daughters and he's so proud to have, you know, all girls. So she trademarked the phrase Girl Dad, and she was selling shirts and hats on this website called AllDaughters.com. And this was three years ago. Now, up until recently, not to say that she had let it go, but, you know, she wasn't necessarily maintaining the website as much as possible. But when Kobe passed, she saw that there were sales coming in for her Girl Dad shirts, And she was even asked to make some custom Kobe Bryant shirts. Um, and she acquiesced. She made a sh- high extra XT dry. She made a shirt in the Lakers colors that said girl dad. But another thing, and, and the proceeds for those shirts are going to, um, a fund to help out the other families that, that, uh, that, uh, the other families of the other people who died in the plane crash. Okay. Um, but, uh, on top of these, um, with the good of these sales, you know, sales coming in is always great. This woman is also finding um, some problems because other people are out here trying to sell Girl Dad merch. And she does not want people... Um, you know, using, one, using her trademark phrase to make money um, on a phrase that they have not paid for, and two, she also doesn't want people, you know, profiting off of a tragedy. So she is out here asserting her trademark on Girl Dad. So for all you crafters out here who are going to go and start making Girl Dad shirts and custom items, don't do it. The phrase is already trademarked, all right? Okay. Okay. So those were the stories that I had for you today. Um, we we got about three more minutes before we need to log off. So if you have any questions about the stories that we did today about Brizzy versus Fizzy, the hard the hard seltzer wars, about FIU, <laughs> Busy Beach said say it loud for the people in the back. Yes, I better not see no girl dad merch on any of your sites, alright? Okay. If you got any questions about FIU versus FNU. Mr. T versus Leafly or Girl Dad and its explosion. Um, you know, unfortunately it is an, an explosion due to someone's death, but you know, it's, I think it's very, um, sweet to see all of these tributes to fathers of, you know, fathers of, of girls. Um, but yeah, so if you've got any questions about those, we've got about... Two more minutes. If you have questions about business formation in general, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, contracts, hiring employees, brand protection, um, now's the time to ask your questions. Logos 101 is on sale for 71, $79 right now. Get the information straight from the horse's mouth. Seedbox Digital, they are a branding agency. They know what they're talking about. Um... Make sure you download the free business launch cheat sheet to get your dream business started in seven days or less. You can get that at linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm as well as Logos 101. And also, make sure that you book your free 15-minute consultation if you're a first-time client at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. So, we got less than a minute, y'all. If you got a question, now's the time to ask. I might give a little, okay. Facebook been quiet for a minute. All right. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow with the rest of our stories. We have a, we have stories about Charleston Harbor Tours and Snooky from Jersey Shore. If you're a Snooky fan, tune in tomorrow, okay? So that is what I'm going to leave you guys with. Hi, Miss Whitney. We are just ending, my dear. Um, so you're going to have to go back and watch the replay. So join me here tomorrow. Um, have a good night. Take care of yourselves. If you are on my email list, uh, I sent an email today with some positive affirmations to help you, um, you know, set your intentions for a more successful and joyous week. So go check those out um, and have a great night. Bye.